Welcome to Solutions from the Huddle, where we discuss meaningful business topics to add value to your efforts. Titus Bartolotta is a certified business coach that's often hired for one-on-one coaching, corporate training, and speaking engagements. Now, here's your host, Titus Bartolotta. All right, this is Solutions from the Huddle. I'm your host, Titus Bartolotta. Man, we're so glad that you're here with us. I mean, we know that there's like six or seven things in the world you can do any day, right? Uh, but you picked us. That's not true. There's a million things to do, and we're super excited. Whether you're listening to us live right here on ESPN Charlotte or you're checking out the show on our podcast, we're just glad you're doing it. Uh, I don't do this by myself. I get to sit next to the coolest, smartest, rugged-looking with the beard today, Chris. Uh, Allison, welcome, sir. How are you, my What's friend? What's going on, man? Man, life is good. The weather broke. Oh, fine. We had the latest summer ever. Yeah. Like, it was hot. Still, just two days ago, and we're in October. And we, you know, we air this show on and and do this show live on weekends. And there's five Ks and ten Ks and everything going on right now all over the city, all over yeah. the country, yeah. because you know everyone loves to to get out and, and raise money and run. That's right. Five Ks and ten Ks in weather like this, with the exception of me, I'd much yeah. rather just be sitting right here. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I don't understand why it has to be ninety something degrees in October. Right. <laughs> um, I sent uh, you know people sometimes I send mail to their congressman. I sent mail directly to God and said we got to get this fixed and do so quickly. Please, absolutely. Um, yeah, it's crazy. How the kids? How's the family? Everything's good, man. Yeah. yeah. What is the one topic on right here? We, we do this show in the Queen uh-huh. City, and we do it on ESPN Charlotte. We're proud to be here. What's the one topic we don't talk about on this sports network here? Um, sports? We never talk about sports. Right, not a whole lot. But unless we have an athlete. Unless we have an athlete. Yes. We do not have an athlete today. He might be an athlete. Right. But, um, but I'm, I'm going to talk about sports for a second. <laughs> okay. Are you ready for I'd this? Go fire away. The Yankees won. Oh, gosh. The first. Yeah. The Royals aren't in the playoffs, <laughs> so I'm not paying no attention. <laughs> Uh, any, uh, anytime the Yankees are out yeah. there, I'm out. Yeah, so. I am. Uh, I was up till twelve o'clock the other night thinking. Right. You know, the only thing bad about this this spanking we're doing is that I'm getting old and it's too late at night for me to be up watching this dang game. No, um, look, they wiped out the Twins in three. Right. It was. Straight, yeah, they swept them. They swept them, and they so. Swept them, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, they've got a shot here at this, obviously. That's right. Uh, and and they've got tremendous offensive potential and, and yeah. home runs like we've never seen before. So. No doubt. Let's see. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Uh, we'll we'll make sure we. We do a special Yankees tribute when they win the World Series. Deal? Deal. Okay. Deal. Hey, listen, we're, we start the show the same way each and every single time, and that's in prayer. We ask you to join us, and here we go. Lord, we give you glory and honor for all things. We ask that you would bless this show, our sponsors, our guests, and everyone involved. Let the words of our mouth and the meditations of our heart be acceptable in your sight. Amen. 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 All right, we have a really special person on the program. He's a friend of mine. I've had the pleasure to do his show um, which is why I got to be so big and famous, Chris. I went and did his show, and the whole right. world watches his show. But uh, Danny Decker is a published author. He's a speaker, a marketing strategist. He's a marketing coach for entrepreneurs, and more than all of that fun stuff, he's our guest today. Danny, how are you, sir? I'm doing great. I, I should have told you ahead of time. I'm actually a Twins fan, so you oh. were staying up having oh. a great time, oh. and I was like crying myself to sleep. So um, I was doing great until yes. you had to bring that up for yeah. me this morning. But no, I'm really pumped to be here, Titus. I, I love being in a room with you any chance I get. Oh, Your man. energy is infectious, and Dude. Uh, it's good to be here. I love it. How about you just keep talking about that for <laughs> the next 24 minutes? Well, I no. would have if you hadn't started the way you did. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. I, I destroyed everything. Hey, listen, we bring the, the smartest, brightest people on the show. All joking aside, we, we find the best of the best. Because our audience tunes in to get inspired, to be motivated, to learn strategies that actually move the needle. These are small business, medium business, 
even big business. We know you guys are out there tuning in. Uh, you don't want the world to know that you don't have all the answers. We know, but you're secretly tuning in to learn. And uh, Danny, what what in the world are you going to be able to teach us today? Uh, what's 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 in your wheelhouse, man? What, what's your specialty? Yeah, well, I'm, I want to start here, Titus, and this is why I'm so excited to be on this show. I'm passionate about entrepreneurship. Yeah. I believe that entrepreneurs are among the very greatest forces for good yeah. in our in our country, in our local community, in our country. Big business is is you know we love them, but you know most of the small most of the growth of our economy is coming from small businesses. That's 90% right. Ninety percent of new jobs we're putting kid uh, food on our kids' tables. That's we're right. Sending our kids to college. It's a big deal. So I'm passionate about entrepreneurship first and foremost. And what I have discovered over the years is that entrepreneurs have a, a significant challenge facing them that's limiting their growth. And that's that's their marketing. Marketing yes. is such a confusing topic for a wide variety of, of reasons, but it is holding back the growth of great entrepreneurs who could be serving more people, employing more people, making a bigger impact. So I'm really passionate in a nutshell about helping entrepreneurs figure out their marketing strategy so they can grow, so they can serve more customers, so they can make a bigger impact on the world around them. That's what yeah. I'm about. And, um, and I'd love to chat with you guys about that today. Yeah, that's awesome. Te tell her, So everyone out there is, we have two people, half the folks, maybe hopefully more than half, just heard that and said, yeah, that's true. That makes all the sense in the world. I'm totally on board. The other half that doesn't agree that, that our entrepreneurs are the backbone of our economy and our community uh, and, and, and the folks that think that maybe marketing's not tough and not tricky and not confusing and not important. Those folks that believe that way, let's see if we can change their minds at the end of the show, yeah? Yeah, let's uh, do it. Tell us about you, though, before we get into all the tips and tricks you're going to give us. How did you get to the place of being a... a, a a topic specialist. Sure. You know, how'd you get here today? Sure. Yeah. I'll tell you this story. So about eight years ago, I, I guess it was 2011. I started a marketing agency down in Miami, Florida with a, uh, with a partner of mine. And, uh, we did the, the typical, you know, young guys first business. It took us about three years to have any idea what we were doing. Like we started in a spare bedroom in my apartment, just the two of us. And fortunately we, uh, we came across some really good coaches and, and, and read some really, really good books. And we kind of, we started to figure it out. And, um, all of a sudden our growth took off. And from about 2014 to 2017, we we're going really fast. And we mm. got to the point where, you know, we, we did seven figures, uh, we had, you know, full-time staff of 10 employees, just rocking and rolling, serving. We worked with lawyers exclusively all over the country. And the company, um, Spotlight Branding, is still kicking butt today. Um, they're growing faster than ever. I got to a point last year where I was happy with all of the normal metrics of success. Like I owned a successful business. I was making good money. And I realized that I still wasn't feeling 100% fulfilled with my life. And so I started asking myself those questions. You know, what, what is it? What is it that I'm really made to do? Why, why did God put me here? And um, I came to the conclusion through a lot of reflection and talking to, talking to you know, people that I, that I trust that I'm a gifted strategist and teacher. Like I am more passionate about helping people understand the root cause of you know, their marketing or their business in general and helping them figure out what direction they need to go than I am about running an agency that's doing the marketing work. Mm. There are so many great like web designers out there and so sure. many great cop. There, there are a lot of people doing the marketing work. There's a shortage of people that take a third party objective approach and help entrepreneurs just understand like what's happening? What does it take to create a real marketing plan that actually works? So I went through that journey. I sold my business. I'm doing this full time. I wrote a book. I do a lot of speaking. I love consulting one on one. But um, that's basically my, my my story. Yeah, I mean, what got you into it in the first place? You're in Miami. 
Uh, it's a billion degrees, okay? So I'm already not interested. Um, <laughs> fans of Titus know that I hate to sweat, okay? Not into that. But you're in Miami. It's super hot. There's a lot of things to do in Miami. It's a really culturally diverse place. Great opportunity. How do you go uh, marketing? That's what I'm going to be. Yeah, well, I'll tell you that it wasn't a master plan of mine. Okay. I majored in finance, and I graduated in 2008 thinking for all the world that I was going to work on Wall Street. Well, as you can imagine, graduating with a finance degree in 2008, right, yeah. as like Bear Stearns is, is going under, that was the wrong time to pursue a, a, a career in finance. And yeah. so I, um, I kind of, without really thinking about it, took a job working for a small business, a, a marketing agency, and I loved it. And my parents, I did not grow up in an entrepreneurial family. A lot of Ooh. entrepreneurs are like eighth generation entrepreneurs. Yeah. I was not. That, that was not my story. So the world of entrepreneurship was new to me. But I spent a year in a small business and I was like, holy cow, like, I love this. I can do this. Yeah. I grew up um, as a missionary kid moving all over the world. And so communications and like learning how to adapt to a new environment because I went to a new school every Crucial. year. Like that was ingrained in me. And that, in my opinion, is kind of the basics of marketing. You have to understand who your audience is and you have to know how to create a message that resonates with them. And so I didn't know it, but I was being groomed my entire childhood yeah. for, a, for a career in marketing. And it took kind of a, a, an economic collapse to make that happen. Sure. But, um, but it did. And, um, you know, I, I guess I just had a knack for it, apparently, and um, started to grow. And here we are. How important was the economic training? Because... The minute you said that, I start thinking return on investment, right? I think financial advisors and smart economic people talk about making an investment and seeing returns on it, understanding the marketplace, right? And knowing where money grows and what it does. Isn't that kind of true in marketing? You have to know your market. You have to get a return on the investment. has to be strategic. has to be specific. Did, did some of those skills carry over and make you maybe even more effective today in marketing? To totally. No, that's a great point. And that's an area, honestly, where, where I wish more entrepreneurs, especially the smaller businesses out there, understood that it's a numbers game. Like you're investing into your marketing, whether it's dollars, whether you're putting dollars into a Facebook or a radio campaign, or more commonly, whether you're investing time, right? You're going out, you're networking, you are investing into your marketing. And part of being effective as an entrepreneur is you have to measure that return on your investment. So 100%, those principles of finance, if I'm earning, if I'm putting money in the stock market, I need to know what my return is and it better be positive or I'm yeah. not going to be happy. Yeah. The same is true with your marketing. If you're putting resources, time, money, mental energy, into it, you need to be tracking your results. You need to know what your ROI is 100%. All right. So for all the folks that haven't gone to your website and the folks that don't follow you on social, and at the end of this show, we're going to fix that. They're not getting the weekly and, 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 and monthly drip campaigns that I get from you, where I get all the tips and tricks that you, you share uh, just a plethora of knowledge, whether it's your podcast, whether it's your newsletters, can you give us here on this show a couple of those tips and tricks, some of the top things that our entrepreneurs that are listening right now can actually take action, right? And at the end of this show, they'll actually subscribe so they can, they can get that steady stream of it. But what's some of the things that we get to hear on those, uh, those feeds from you that we can put on the show right now? Love it. I'm going to start with sort of the big picture behind it all, and then we can get into the tactics of it. So here's the thing that I think most entrepreneurs do wrong with their marketing. They think of marketing as one giant bucket. Right. I'm just doing marketing, whether that's Facebook or whether that's, you know, Google or whatever it is. I'm just doing marketing. And the, the, my belief, and this comes from 10 years of experience building a business myself, and this is what I wrote my book about, is that there are four buckets of marketing. It's not just one giant bucket. Marketing consists of branding 
which is defining who you are, defining your message, defining how you are different from all of your competition. That's one bucket of marketing and it deserves its own separate strategy. Mm. Referrals is a whole nother bucket of marketing. For the smaller businesses out there, referrals, as you know, Titus, referrals are the lifeblood of small businesses sure. and that deserves its own specific marketing strategy. Client retention is the third bucket. It is uh, 11 times more expensive to go find a new customer than it is to sell to the same person mm. repeatedly. It's 11, depending on who you listen to, 11 to 25 times more expensive to wow. go find. So the last thing that a business owner should be doing is going out and looking for new customers. First, they need to figure out their brand. They need to figure out their referral strategy. They need to figure out their retention strategy. And only then do you get to the fourth bucket, which is lead generation. And that's where most people want to start with their marketing. So they come to me and they're like, Danny, my phone's not ringing. What do I do? And it's like, okay, I have some answers to that and we can get into that. But really, have you established your brand? Do people know what you stand for? Do they trust you? Are you getting all the referrals that you could be getting? Are you maximizing the value of your clients through retention? Mm. Like, are you keeping people coming back? And then finally, now we can get to let's pour some money into the lead generation bucket. So that's where I like to start with people. It's understanding that marketing is it's like a portfolio, right? It's like an investment portfolio. You've got your, you know, your high yield stocks, but you've also got your uh, your mutual funds. You have different vehicles as part of your portfolio, working together towards the same ultimate goal, but performing very different functions. So that's the, the, the light bulb that I try to create for people is you have to get more specific. What are you doing for your brand? How are you generating referrals? How are you keeping your clients engaged? And finally, how are you generating more leads? And you, you talk about this in detail in the book. What's the book called? It's called Marketing Simplified. And okay. it's available on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, you know, everywhere, everywhere books are sold. Okay. Um, we're going to get to get a few pages of that book right here, though, right? So sure before we go to break, we're going to break in a few minutes, but can you give us well, that first bucket uh, where you talked about branding? Yep. I, you know, I, I got to agree with you here that I feel like so many people discount and devalue branding. They don't even try to have a strategy for it because they go, well, that doesn't lead to a sale. And I can't. Um, but the truth is, if people don't know who you are and they don't know your story and your message, um, that that's going to make it really hard to market to them. Is that true? Totally. I like to say branding is shaping your perception to the outside world. In other words, wow. how do you want to be perceived? And branding is the act of making sure you're perceived that way. Yeah. And that's really all there yeah. is to it. And if people don't see you the right way, well, then they're not going to refer to you. They're not going to. So it starts with defining your identity. And that's what branding is about. And so to get specific, video is one great way to do it. Mm. You know, video is crushing it in 2019 and will be in 2020. People want to, especially in today's day and age, they want to do business with people that they know, they like, they trust. And one great way to do that is face-to-face -face conversation, but you can't scale that. That's well, right. how can you scale that is using video, right? Video where you are giving people tips, giving them value, educating them, helping them make their life better in some way. But guess what? They see your face. They read your body language. They hear your voice when you're doing it. It creates a powerful connection in a way that you just can't replicate short of a face-to-face -face conversation. Yeah. So, so it has to, we have to put the right t attention on it and we can't get mad that we feel like that strategy didn't lead to the phone ringing tomorrow. Titus, I love that you said that. That gets me fired up because yeah. it takes people a while to make that connection. That's the whole point of all of this is that what you're doing in the branding bucket is measured differently than lead generation. Yeah. If I And so if I have, I talked to an entrepreneur and he's like, well, I've been doing all these videos and my phone's not ringing. I'm like, dude, of course, because the point of videos is to build your brand. Yeah. It's not to make your phone ring, yeah. you know? And um, so that's, that's, that's big is understanding the reason behind each marketing tactic and how you measure success from it. So video is a great example of that. Sure. 
I, I oftentimes will tell clients that if the branding is strong, then when the yes comes through marketing and lead generation later, it's likely going to be a more profitable yes. And it's likely going to be a faster sales cycle, right? Because, 100%. Because you put in the investment yeah. to the branding. And, and that's why it kills me when people are, when people, I have a conversation with them and they're like, well, I don't really think I need marketing. I've got plenty of business. And it's like, <laughs> dude, do you know, just invest in your brand yeah. and all of a sudden it's going to be easier for you to close deals, right. right? Because they come in, they already know you, they know they want to work with you. Yes. Um, they're going to be willing to pay you a that's lot right. more money yeah. because they see you as an expert. So you're a hundred percent right. Like branding is about... Um, increasing the perceived value that you bring to your customers and your clients. So you invest into it and then that makes everything else on the back end, Titus, like you said, just works so much better. It's amazing when people seek you out rather than you having to go seek them out. Yeah. And a strong brand is magnetic. No question. I'll tell you what's magnetic. Danny Deckard's magnetic right here. <laughs> uh, we're talking with him. Don't you guys go anywhere. We're going to say thank you to our sponsors. We're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Solutions from the Huddle right here on ESPN Charlotte. Hey, business coach Titus Bartolotta here. Want to move the needle in your company and get the kind of exposure it takes to generate real business? Reach out to ESPN Charlotte today. Email director of sales, Chris Allison, at chris at ESPN730.com. That's chris at ESPN730.com. All right, and we are back. Thank you so much to each and every one of our wonderful sponsors. Gosh, we love you guys. We appreciate you. Those of you out there that are thinking, I wish I had more exposure. Uh, I wish I, I could get my brand out. I wish I could execute and, and, and do all the cool stuff Danny's talking about. It's not that hard to do that. You can have your brand highlighted here on Solutions from the Huddle or really just the ESPN Charlotte family, right, Chris? Absolutely, my friend. In fact, have had others reach out to me from this show. Look forward to hearing from you and just learning about your business. And man, if, if I can't help you through yeah. ESPN Radio, I'm going to hook you up with Danny. There you go. He's going to figure it out, right? right? That's right. Um, but Chris at ESPN730.com. Chris at ESPN730.com is the way you happen to uh, to reach me. Uh, That's the awesome. sales manager here at 730 The Game, ESPN Charlotte. Danny uh, Decker joining us, his business marketing simplified first time i think i've ever taken notes i saw in that. the midst of an interview of one I of our guests and, and and we're a lot a lot of shows into this so um that, that that is a compliment to danny and the knowledge that he has and i i just want to go back to branding danny because a lot of times so i work with a lot of small business owners right and i try up front to explain to them you know we can do different portions of the bucket through radio right um, branding tends to be the one that I lean a little more on because, you know, especially with the uh, product that I represent, there's a lot of repetition with commercials and not a lot of revenue necessarily that you have to feed into it. Right. But then inevitably you might get six weeks into a campaign and, you know, it doesn't happen often because I, I try to get to this before we start the campaign, but every once in a while you'll get that, man, my phone's not ringing. And so I'll just ask you, and again with branding, yes, eventually you do want your phone ringing. You want people seeking you out. But how long do you give? Or if you were to tell a client, hey, if you're going to invest in this aspect of marketing, you've got to give it X amount of time to even have any sort of an idea whether it's going to be beneficial or not. Totally. And that's a great point, Chris. And and the way I, the way I like approach this is it starts with the fundamental question of why, what is the purpose behind any given marketing tactic, right? Mm -hmm. So I post on my Facebook page, not because I'm expecting people to call me and make my phone ring right away. It's a, it's a branding strategy. Right. Now, if I was paying $500, $1,000, $1,500 a month to run Facebook ads that mm -hmm. are driving a specific goal, I want to see results from that right away. Mm -hmm. But the key is that 
ahead of time, I've defined what I'm looking for. Right. So if I'm going on the radio and I'm on the radio because I want to just increase brand awareness, you know, I that's that's how I that's how I measure success. Now, if I'm running a radio commercial and like I'm trying to drive sales to a specific event, well, you know, ticket sales to a specific event, then I'm going to measure success on am I, you know, driving mm -hmm. sales to that specific event. But I agree with you. Like branding, and this is something a lot of people don't understand. It takes repetition. Mm -hmm. Like we all want to sit here and think that. Like I would love if everybody who heard this radio program and hears me is like, Danny's so amazing. I'm going to remember him for the rest of my life. That ain't going to happen. And, and it's naive to think otherwise. It takes repetition. Mm -hmm. And um, radio is one great way to do that. Facebook, email, there's a lot that we can get into. It's about repetition and having people hear your message over and over and over until eventually it sinks in and they kind of have a light bulb moment and they're like, okay, I get it. Now I get it, but I didn't get it the first time. Right. You know, I, I oftentimes tell people that um, – if you, we, sometimes we check out when we hear something that we've heard before, we go, oh, I already know this, right? And the truth is, if we watch a movie a, a third or fourth time, generally we catch stuff we miss the first and second time. And the Greeks said that repetition is the mother of all learning. But I think that it's so important because it's not so much that there's something new about this, the message the fourth time, but I might be a different person when I hear it the fourth time. My life, my needs, my wants my state of being has changed. It's adapted. I mean, I remember when I was in high school, they were still doing like diapers commercials. You know what I mean? I didn't care about that. And then when I had kids, all of a sudden, yeah. I totally cared yeah. about diapers no, commercials. That's so true. And also there's just a moment, <clears throat> your state at any given time. Like I could be in the car and I could be having a fight with my wife and a commercial plays. And guess what? Maybe the message was a good fit for me, but I wasn't at a, a moment in my life where I could be receptive to that message yes. versus the next day, I might be in a totally different mindset. The same message comes through, but now I'm ready to receive it. Yeah. Hey, okay. We have a short show. I want to get into a few more of these buckets. Uh, we could literally talk about branding uh, for the next two days, but let's get into the next one. If I'm, if I'm remembering correctly, the next one is the, uh, the 11 to 25%, um, the whole thing about keep doing so that's business retention. With your that's the third customers. bucket. But retention. We can, we can still go there. Yeah, we can start. We can go to retention. What was the the second one? Was so referrals? the second is referral generation. Oh no, let's go to the second one. Referrals. Yeah. Give me that one. Love it. So here's the thing. And Titus, you're a professional networker. You're better than anybody I've ever met at oh, that. So, oh, so come I'm, on, that's a true statement. Go ahead. But here's the here's the thing that a lot of people don't understand about about networking and referrals. It's great to have a conversation with somebody. Let's say Titus, you and I sit down for coffee. I tell you what I do. You that's see right. the value in it. You're in position to send me referrals. Well, I would be making a mistake if I thought you were going to remember me for the rest of your life. Yeah. So it, it's great to make networking connections, but there needs to be a follow-up strategy to stay in touch with that entire network of people so that you create top-of-mind awareness with them so that they remember you, remember what you do, and when they see a referral opportunity, they connect the dots. Mm. And so that's the thing is I know a lot of entrepreneurs who spend a lot of time networking and they have like a huge Rolodex of connections. And I'm like, yeah, but when's the last time you've talked to any of them? Yes. And it's like, well, I talked to two of them last month. And I'm like, dude, there's 600 people on here. When And and so it's this huge missed opportunity. And like a simple, simple strategy for that that I use myself is an email newsletter. And I send out email tips once a week. They are designed to help people, number one, bring them value. Because if I don't bring them value, they're not going to keep reading, right? Mm. We all get enough email in our life. So you have yeah. to bring them value. But number two is I just want to remind people what I do. 
Yeah. And um, and the reason I do that, one, I'd love for them to hire me someday, but also I want them to keep their eyes open. And when they recognize a referral opportunity, they make the connection. And oh. if you don't have that in place, you're missing out on 90% of the referrals that you could be getting. Yeah, there's no question. I think what's really exciting is, you know, we, we talked about this, Chris, you heard this back at Performance Essentials, that we talked about the difference between a referral uh, partner and an ambassador. And really that referral partner, when they hear that somebody has a need, that my buddy Danny can serve, they chime in and they go, you got to know Danny, right? And if we're not top of mind, they don't do that. That's what you just taught us. What's really cool though, is if we do it with consistency long enough, if you do what Danny's saying long enough, then they become an ambassador. Meaning even when someone doesn't bring up a problem, they like bring Danny up anyway. Like they just become a fan and an ambassador of Danny or the business. Right. And now they're bringing it up even when somebody's not talking about their pain, they're just like, hey, by the way, I don't know if you need this or not, but there's, there's a guy that can really help the world, and here's what he's doing because they're getting that constant drip. Man, I think that's brilliant. No question. The third bucket is the one I was alluding to earlier, which is the retention part. Is that right? That is correct. You said some numbers that blew my mind. Yep. Uh, 11 to 25. Can you really re-explain that and talk about that yeah, a little bit? Basically, it's a whole lot more expensive to go out and find new customers and clients than it is to continually resell to the people that you already have like in your world. Wow. So it's the numbers are anywhere from 11 to 25 times more expensive. And the reason for that is simple. You go through a huge... Um, you have to cross a huge gap to get someone to hire you for the first time. You have to convince them that you, you're going to bring them value. You're going to solve their problem. They can trust you. The price points make sense. Like there's a lot of steps you have to go through. Once you've gone through that process, that person is going to be much more receptive to working with you again in the future, whether yeah. it's an ongoing like recurring program or whether it's hiring you again five years later to sell their house. You know, people talk about like real estate as, well, those are just one-off transactions. The average American sells their house every five to seven years. Mm. And so in a 30 year career in real estate, you could sell the same person six or seven times. There you go. So it's all about like investing into those current relationships uh, in order to, you know, maximize, like that's the biggest return. If you are not investing into your current clientele, your past clientele, you're not getting the return on investment that you could otherwise be getting. There's no question in my mind that the expense that we put into marketing and the expense we put into the strategists behind it, such as yourself, Danny, uh, is probably not greater than 25%, right, of our, of our revenue in a given week, month, what have you. And so if if we bring somebody in that immediately saves us 11 to 25%, then then maybe they're they're paying for themselves and then some. Yeah. It's a no-brainer. Yeah. And can I give you, because I know we want to be real specific and give people, you know, specific please, advice. Please. So let me throw my favorite strategy for, for retention at you. Here's the thing that people get wrong. They, they, the way that you create raving fans of your business and people who can't wait to come back time and time again and tell the whole world about you is you exceed their expectations. You have to manage and then exceed their expectations. And what people, people in marketing get this wrong all the time because they want to make these big, sexy promises and get people really excited and make all these promises on the front end and then the customer comes in and the service is like you know a b plus but they were expecting an a plus and so they're disappointed right and so the conversation i have with people is like imagine like let's say i, I invite you guys out to a movie and i'm like guys i saw this movie last night it's the best movie ever you're gonna love it and we go out to the movie and it's like it's a good movie but you guys are disappointed because you're yeah. expecting the best movie ever versus if i had said hey uh I saw this movie last night. You guys want to come check it out with me? And you come watch it, and it's a really good movie. All of a sudden, you're excited about it. It exceeded your expectations. Mm. The reality of the situation didn't change. All that changed is your expectations. Yeah. So I work with my clients 
that's on you have to set the right expectations right you can't make promises and the, the the best example is i work with people all the time who will be like yeah i can get that project done for you in four days and then seven days later it's not done and uh, I'm like, dude, why? Just just say it's going to take you 10 days you and go. get it to me in seven days. And now I'm excited because you exceeded my expectations. Danny Decker, our guest here, 730 The Game, ESPN Charlotte. And again, uh, Marketing Simplified, the name of his book and his business. Uh, just uh, 20 seconds or 30, this is so, this is so unfair to you. Um, but lead generation, what is the key to success in your fourth portion of your bucket, lead generation? If you're spending money on lead generation, you have to track your results diligently. If you're putting $100 into Facebook ads, you need to know what that $100 got you. Um, biggest mistake business owners make with lead generation is they're not tracking their results. Mm. Guys, listen, uh, let me finish this way. If, if you need to get ahead, if you need to be profitable, if you need to move the needle, it's not that hard to do it. You don't, talking about it and complaining about it is not a strategy. Uh, the website they ought to go to is what? Uh, DannyDeckerMarketing.com. One more time. www.DannyDeckerMarketing.com. You can also look me up on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn. It's Danny Decker. Yeah. Guys, thanks as always for tuning in to Solutions from the Huddle right here on ESPN Charlotte. We hope to see you next time. Add value to your next corporate event. Hire talk show host, certified business coach, teacher, and speaker Titus Bartolotta, whose speaking style is motivational, informative, and engaging. Hi, this is Titus Bartolotta. I'm the founder and president of the Lotta Foundation, Business Leaders Unleashed, and Collaborative Solutions Group. I'd love to add value to your next event and leave those that attend better for it. To learn more about how you can book Titus Bartolotta for your next speaking event, visit team-csg.com or call direct at 704-765-1524. Hey guys, Titus Bartolotta here, your host for Solutions from the Huddle. I just wanted to thank you for tuning in today. And if you want to stay involved and engaged in the show, we ask that you come back every Saturday morning at 10.30 a.m. If you want to listen to the show on demand and online, be sure to check out all major podcast channels by searching for Solutions from the Huddle. Thanks again for your support. We hope you come back 